3: I'm back here on the program. I know I left everybody with Mike Vivi yesterday. Things happen. We were on the road. And now for the next two weeks, we're here, allegedly on vacation, even though I'm working every single day. And we got a lot to get into today because it is Tuesday here on this program. You know what that means. Although, as I've mentioned many times, you don't actually know what that means. Because, like, sometimes amazing things happen when you're least expecting them. And you're least expecting them when you watch Raw. Now, Raw, I thought, was a better show than usual. It was definitely not a perfect show, but it was better than usual. We had several upsets on the show, including some clean wins, like Matt Riddle beat Drew McIntyre clean in the middle of the ring. It was King of the Ring qualifying matches. And it was very clever because it gave WWE an opportunity to give a bunch of people wins, while at the same time... They were winning a match for uh, entrance into a match where most of them are not going to win. So, for example, you want Ricochet in the Money in the Bank ladder match. You want John Morrison in the Money in the Bank ladder match. So, what they did is they got wins. They got upset wins, which is cool because it's nice to see people get upset wins. But it was an upset win because the big stars are not going to be in Money in the Bank. Although. I guess one big star is going to be because there's AJ Styles, Randy Orton, and Drew McIntyre. Uh, they will be fighting in a last chance match next week to determine which of those three goes into Money in the Bank. My guess would be Drew McIntyre, but it could be AJ Styles. And uh, one of the other keys to the show last night is that we have more matches announced for Money in the Bank, which is a month away than we had for Hell in a Cell going into SmackDown this past Friday night. So that's amazing. So we'll talk about that. We'll do the Raw Report so much more. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live.
4: change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to help. We'll make sure you have all the supplies you need to make the job quick and easy. Right now, get five parts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95. Plus get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh,
3: oh, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
5: It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding.
4: Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Here for an exciting program here on Tuesday. Isn't that right, Mike? How'd it go yesterday? Any disasters?
6: No, no disasters at all, except for... uh... Apparently there was a disaster on your end. What happened to your mic stand?
3: You know, I, I just I can't do anything without people being freaked out because of a change. You want to know what uh, happened? I just asked you a question.
6: Is, You're sitting there like, Dave, well, an the mic.
3: I'm an answer it. Would you be quiet? So listen, mm-hmm. I went to great time and expense to make sure that whenever I go anywhere, you, my my loyal listeners, my Twitch homies... My my top-tier YouTube subscribers would always get the very best, whether it be 1080p video or high-quality audio. Did you guys hear that Dave show when he was at the beach the other day? sounded like he was broadcasting room inside a tin can. I can't stand for any of that. So I went to a lot of time and money and expense using my profits from MGF coin to make sure that it would be only the best no matter where I was in this world. And I packed it all up and I forgot a mic stand. And the mic stand is $5.95, and where I am right now, I would have to drive all the way to Portland, Oregon, or home to Seattle, Washington, to find a place that sells a mic stand. So, no, I'm not going to drive all the way to to Portland. I'm not going to drive all the way back home four and a half hours. I'm going to sit here, and I'm going to hold the mic. It's not the end of the world, everybody. Dave holds the mic every time he does a show. Filthy does. It's all right. It's all right. What's everyone freaking out about? Well, if they're not freaking out about that,
6: it uh, it's sad that you for, forgot your mic stand. But uh, at least you brought the sun because you, you got a nice bright light that's on you.
3: Bro, I actually didn't bring the sun. It's, uh, it's 62 degrees right now. And in Bothell, which I just fled, by the way, it is scheduled to be 100 degrees in a couple of days. Ooh. I'll actually find the uh, exact thing that the Weather Channel sent. Uh, the Weather Channel said, and I quote: uh, "Be prepared for very unusual heat." Which is it sounds like raw. But it's, actually <laughs> about, uh, it's actually talking about it's actually talking about Baffle. I got one other thing I want to say before I get into this raw report here, which I know everybody is waiting for. Coming up in about uh, a little less than an hour, we're going to have a brand new show debuting. I'm going to give you all the details here later on in this program. But it's going to be a roundtable-style show. It's going to be on our YouTube page, video.f4wonline.com. And in the next segment, I am going to tell you who the very special guest is going to be on the debut episode of this program, which everyone, right after Observer Live is over, you can just switch over, video.f4wonline.com, and you can watch this debut. All the details coming up here in just a moment, and a very, very special guest to kick off the first episode. So start making your predictions now. Right, Mike? Who could it be?
6: I, I don't know. Every day is like a mystery here on this show.
3: It's a conundrum. Mm. All right, let's talk about Raw. So first off, as I noted in the opening segment, uh, they did a Raw show last night. It was the the follow-up show to Hell in a Cell. And they have already announced four matches for the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, which is like four weeks away. We've already got four matches announced for the show. For those of you that follow WWE, on on Friday going into SmackDown, Friday night, like three days ago, we only had four matches for the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that was coming up two days later. So they're way ahead of the game right here. We have got Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair in a rematch, which, by the way, if you watched Money in the Bank, they they had a long match, and then the finish was... Rhea rips the, the top off the table. That part hits Charlotte Flair and it's a DQ. Okay? So obviously when you hear a DQ, you think, oh, well they're gonna they're gonna set up a, a match for this title right here, a rematch, and they'll have something playing off the finish. Maybe it'll be Rhea versus Charlotte, where the title can change hands via DQ or Rhea versus Charlotte, no DQ. Instead they announce it's Rhea versus Charlotte, no stipulation for the title. Because why not make it difficult? Bobby Lashley will be facing Kofi Kingston for the championship. We have got Oscar versus Naomi versus Alexa versus Nikki versus four others in a women's Money in the Bank ladder match. And we have Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, and then the winner of AJ, Randy, and Drew McIntyre next week and four others in a men's Money in the Bank ladder match, which to me sounds like an idea to uh, get the Money in the Bank briefcase on Drew McIntyre. Although, to their credit, they did state that if Drew McIntyre wins the Money in the Bank briefcase, he still may not cash in if Lashley is the champion because of the stipulation that they did at the, uh, at the Hell in a Cell match. So that's the lineup for Money in the Bank. Uh, I guess before Raw, Mike, any any uh, thoughts on that lineup thus far? Four matches for a pay-per-view a month away. It's impressive
6: uh, for them to to have that many things kind of laid out. But, you know, when it comes to... Money in the Bank or Hell in a Cell or any of those sorts of things, you could see changes the night of. So we'll have to see what happens, and you're right. you know, It does feel like Drew McIntyre is going to get a pass to possibly get another title shot down the line. Obviously it won't be Bobby Lashley, but because SmackDown still needs to take place and we still need to see the, the men's match and the women's match filled up with people from SmackDown... I'm still not going to fall over shocked if Jimmy or Jey Uso or both of them are in that match and they decide to take that tact with Money in the Bank and possibly align somebody with Roman, Jimmy Uso would be a great person that provides him a threat and provides him a part of his storyline moving forward, having that near him, so... There's a lot of different ways they could go with this. I don't know how creative they're going to be. Obviously, they want the match to be creative because in it so far, Ricochet and John Morrison, two people that you know are, are, are very, at least odds are, are very low that they're going to take this thing home. But you know they will make the match far more spectacular with what they can do in there. So at least they're trying that way. And they didn't go with a pat hand and just load it up with stars as well, too. You actually saw Ricochet get a victory. You saw John Morrison get a victory, even though they may have been wacky. And even though it's only
3: to get into this match, it was nice seeing some different faces win. So we got a question here from somebody wondering if there're going to be two men's Money in the Bank ladder matches. I actually don't know, but if I look at the lineup that we've got thus far, I mean, we've got well, we've got four women that were announced on Raw and four open spaces. We got three men, but we also have a last chance match for the fourth spot and four open spots. So my pre- my presumption would be that we're going to have four people from Raw, four people from SmackDown, And it'll be just one ladder match for all of the men, one ladder match for all of the women. And depending on what the rules are this year, whoever wins can cash in. I don't even know what the rules are going to be this year. But like somebody said, could Drew win and then cash in on Roman Reigns? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what the rules are this year. Sure. I don't know if you have to cash in on your own brand this year. Sometimes sometimes rules are you're you have to cash in on your own brand, and sometimes rules are you can cash in on any brand. So it's whatever they want to do.
6: Who cares? Let them cash in on NXT. The only rule should be Otis and Miz can't be anywhere near this thing.
3: What I what I thought was actually a good idea that we came up with on Observer Radio last night is you have a dual story here. You have Drew McIntyre winning the Money in the Bank briefcase, and the rules would have to be that he can only cash in on Raw, okay? Then Lashley is the champion, but the story is that Drew cannot cash in if Lashley is the champion. So then the storyline is, Drew needs to hope that somebody beats Lashley within one year, because if nobody does, his one year expires and he can never cash in. That's a storyline for you. That's something new.
6: Yeah. There's a problem with that. Then you actually have to go a year without them screwing around with that briefcase and being able to sit there calmly and actually have a storyline go through. I think what's more likely in that scenario if Drew were to win this thing is that somebody defeats Bobby Lashley down the line, which opens the door for him around the time of the Royal Rumble to get to WrestleMania. Now, if that's the case, the name that is out there to beat Bobby Lashley, because you would need somebody otherworldly, would be Brock Lesnar. And do you want to do Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre again at WrestleMania, but this time have it in front of fans? I mean, that's a possibility. You could do something like that if you wanted to, and that way Drew doesn't have to wait a year to cash it in, and he can cash it in on his brand. But I think it defeats The purpose, and I think it takes some of the drama out of it. Even though, if people see somebody win and they expect it to for them to face somebody, it takes some of the drama out of it if you have to defend against your same brand.
3: All right, we got to head to break. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
5: That's 800-846-2153.
4: Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely
5: free, for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 760 1845 That's 800-760-1845. Matthew. Oh. Oh, sorry.
0: It's okay. I just need you to listen to me.
3: I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me.
1: I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care.
5: For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike number Vivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. We're going to get into the Raw Report here in just a moment. But first off, coming up next, coming up at 1 Pacific 4 Eastern, the debut of our newest show here on the website. We're live, pal, featuring Garrett, Denise, and Andrew Zarian, a roundtable. Sports style talk show. I don't know what that means. I've never watched a sports talk show. But that's what they're going to be doing. Three co hosts and a special guest. And Mike, this is your last opportunity here. Who do you think the special guest is going to be coming up at 1 Pacific 4 Eastern on the debut of We're Live, Pal? Only at video.f4wonline.com.
6: I'm guessing it's not Vinny V.
3: It's not Vinny V. That was your guess. You just no, wasted it, wasn't. it on that.
6: Well It could be many, many people, I will say. John Moxley?
3: Oh, come on, bro. The special guest today for the debut episode of We're Live Pal with Garrett Gonzalez, Denise, and Andrew Zarian coming up at 1 Pacific 4 Eastern only at video.f4wonline.com will, in fact, be me. It was me all along. Yes, Mike, don't give me that face. So if you, guys, uh, if you guys want to hear more of me, then as soon as this show ends, head to video.f4wonline.com, watch the kickoff show. I'll be talking about all sorts of cool stuff on that show. Look at you nerds on the chat. You're all here listening to me right now, but you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to Brian. Get out of here, you dorks. By the way, somebody was like, oh, I don't like Brian's idea because it devalues money in the bank. I'm like, have you ever watched Money in the Bank and what they do with that briefcase? Last year, they gave it to a guy who literally, literally, don't get mad at me, the gimmick was he was too fat to climb the ladder. And so somebody else climbed. They dropped the briefcase because they were butterfingers. It fell down. The fat guy caught it. Then Vince woke up and was like, oh, what did we give it to this guy for? I can't have him be my champion. Then they did some goofy gimmick where he lost it in a court case. Which, by the way, if you remember that storyline, it was like the lamest court case you ever saw in your life. JBL's the one presiding. He loses it to The Miz. The Miz proceeds to cash in and lose. Then they say, oh, well, Morrison's the one that actually handed the briefcase. So Miz didn't technically cash it in. So we're going to give it back to The Miz. Miz gets the briefcase again. Miz manages to win the title via shenanigans and, and what have you. He then is scared. And he runs away every time he has to defend the title. It was the worst Money in the Bank run in the history of man. And I come up with an idea, and you're telling me that that's gonna, it's gonna like devalue the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, that, that Bro. Money in the
6: Bank match last year had no effect on your psyche whatsoever. Has it? Get you out! Still of haven't lived that thing down. Gave I'll me a never live bad, it down. Bad New Japan takes and everything because you transferred your anger onto onto
3: Gato over this whole. Yeah, thing. that was you horrible too.
6: Never recovered from this,
3: my yeah, god. Yeah, how dare I question Ghetto? And then we see an interview with with Okada, where where he's just burying Okada's booking and says, "Oh, this stuff that we did with the double title was the second worst thing that has ever been done in New Japan history." Even I didn't go that far. That was Okada. It wasn't true. Oh, you're doubting Okada? And, and, and I like how I like how who you're, are you to doubt one's Okada? Got
6: nothing to do with the
3: other, but you made sure to bring that up. Who are you to doubt? Kazuchika Okada, the greatest man to ever step foot in the wrestling ring. Mm. Come mm-hmm. on. Let's God, I'm shining Ra. a
6: light on your lies right now. No wonder why you're so lit up. Look at you.
3: Bro, if I've been trying to if avoid you, If Ra, you're angry, glow right now. Go ahead. All right, so yesterday we opened up with the uh, the VIP lounge. It's, it's uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley. And they're about to have a celebration, and the New Day comes out. And the funny thing is, like, the New Day comes out, and they're being clowns. And then they're told that they're clowns, and this makes them angry, even though they were being clowns. So Kofi wants a championship match against uh, Bobby Lashley at the next pay-per-view because he beat him on TV a few weeks ago. Which, by the way, led to a match... Uh, for the number one contendership that Kofi lost, but we ignore that part. And we also ignore the part where Drew cost Bobby Lashley the match, which they even acknowledge on commentary. But anyway, that's the main event of Hell in a Cell. And then, like, everyone's on a different page for their promo, but they agree that tonight it is going to be Lashley versus Xavier Woods in Hell in a Cell. So for those of you keeping track, this is the fourth Hell in a Cell match in four days. That sounds like mild overkill to me. But that's what they did. We had Ricochet beating AJ Styles. Yes, Ricochet defeated AJ Styles in a Money in the Bank qualifier. They did a, a segment backstage where AJ knocked a turkey leg out of the hand of Ivar. So Ivar's so mad that he waited nine minutes to run down to the ring. And they go after almost. Almost puts himself through the the barricade or whatever. And then uh, AJ's distracted and he gets hit with the... I didn't even know Ricochet had a finish, but apparently he does. It's like a code breaker. And uh, he wins, so Ricochet is in Money in the Bank. We add a Riddle Randy Orton segment. And then Eva Marie and Piper Niven... Or actually, Eva Marie and her friend, as she is advertised, they're backstage... And they're interviewed by Kevin Patrick. And Eva Marie claims, I was going to wrestle last week, but I wasn't feeling well. And so I had my friend here stand in for me. And Kevin Patrick wants to know what her name is. Who, by the way, uh, Eva Marie calls Kyle because she's a heel. So uh, Piper Niven is about to say what her name is. And Eva Marie cuts her off and says, No, her name is Dewdrop. And this makes Piper very, very angry. And they head to the ring for a match. So it is Naomi and Asuka versus Eva Marie and Drop in a two-minute Money in the Bank qualifying match where Eva Marie gets a blind tag, but uh, she can't get the pin. So then she wants to tag Drop back in, but Drop doesn't want to get in the ring, and she drops off the apron, so Eva Marie is rolled up and pinned. Bro, it's been a week It's been one week, and we are already breaking these people up. I'll talk about this more later. I don't want to waste time now. We have Sonya and Adam Pearce addressing Rhea Ripley, and this leads to the announcement that it's going to be uh, Charlotte and Rhea again at the next pay-per-view with no stips, even though we had a DQ finish at the last pay-per-view. In another segment we could talk about for hours later, Tamina and Natty are backstage, When they are interrupted by Mandy and Dana training in the ring, it's the exact same horrible segment as last week, except the tables are turned. John Morrison versus Randy Orton. John Morrison beats Randy Orton after distraction from a number of people, including The Miz and his uh, spray stick. What's this thing called? His his drip stick? He sprays Randy Orton. And then uh, and then Riddle comes down in his scooter. Riddle on his scooter is chasing Miz in his wheelchair. Randy Orton is distracted. John Morrison gets to win with the Starship Pain. It's the first time these guys have ever wrestled. John Morrison wins. He's in Money in the Bank. We have Alexa and Nikki. We have Alexa and Nikki against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. The last time we saw Alexa and Nikki, they were, like, feuding because Alexa was being mean to Nikki, and Nikki was all upset about it. Now they're just buddies. Uh, Totally out of nowhere, they're buddies. They do this match. There's a bunch of hypnosis and crap, and then Alexa and Nikki win. So uh, they are in Money in the Bank. So we get a Money in the Bank women's ladder match with hypnosis coming up. For those of you that are looking forward to that, Shayna does the job. She has the—imagine this. In the women's division in WWE, she has the losingest record of anybody. Pretty impressive. We have a goofy segment with all of the dorks backstage wanting to be in Money in the Bank. Riddle defeated Drew McIntyre, 22 minutes and 49 seconds. This was a very, very good match. These guys are awesome. They work their asses off. And at the end of the day, Matt Riddle has a a victory roll and pins him clean. There was no interference. There was no distraction. Riddle gets the win. And then Riddle goes up on the ramp, and he wants, he wants Randy to, like, acknowledge him and be, like, his dad. Randy doesn't want to do it. He's all upset about it. This makes Riddle sad. And there you go. Riddle's in Money in the Bank, and Randy Orton is not. And then in the main event... It is Lashley versus Xavier Woods in a Hell in a Cell match. Lashley, of course, wins, and then they beat down Xavier Woods afterwards in front of Kofi Kingston. It was a good heat angle to set up the Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view match for the title. I think that uh, Woods is being written out of storyline for a while. I'm not positive about that, but I had somebody mention that last night. Uh, Kevin Owens is written out of storyline for a while, so when he did that tweet about taking time off, he is going to be taking some time off uh, for the time being. So I guess we'll see what they do with Xavier. But Lashley is the champion. He'll be facing Kofi Kingston at the pay-per-view. As noted, the show was better than usual, but not the best Raw show I've ever seen. we got about uh, 30 seconds, Mike. Any comments? We'll do more after the break.
6: I can't believe you would skip over... Mustafa Ali talking to Mansoor as they both stare over at Jackson Riker whipping himself with a belt. Can't believe you left that out of the show. Big things well, happening on Raw going forward.
3: For bro, this. I got all sorts of people here talking about things I left off. But, dude, I had, I had six minutes to go over Raw. You want to talk about Nikki? We could do it after the break. You want to talk about uh, Ali, whatever? Fine. After the break, Observer Live.
1: got lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's
4: do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor.
1: With
0: 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films
1: all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle He didn't answer. That, but I didn't hear anything. Oh, so- Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
4: Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor.
5: I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor.
4: 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384.
3: Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more expert pros hundreds of home projects clear pricing and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds this is angie your
4: home for everything home download the app today
1: you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike semper on the sports byline broadcasting network
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, the uh, phone lines are open here today. Try taking some calls. That's always a a good time. So uh, some people were asking about uh, a couple of things from Raw. Yes, uh, Nikki Cross is now a superhero. And uh, you remember when uh, AEW did that uh, Blunt Guts match and the WWE line was, Oh, they've set the business back 30 years. We literally are doing the exact same angle and storyline and character that WWE was doing well over 20 years ago. And they even mentioned, they even name-dropped the hurricane. So, like, there's no mistaking what this thing is supposed to be. So, yes, there was that. It's very, very wacky. I know some people are really upset about it, but at the same time, it's like, what have they been doing with Nikki Cross? Like, what's the problem? I mean, is this any better or worse than what they were doing with her prior? I mean, it feels like a lateral move to me. We also had the uh, segment backstage with uh, uh, who was it? Tamina and Natty. So this week, Tamina and Natty are uh, they're doing a photo shoot slash uh, photo shoot slash whatever interview. And this time, Mandy and Dana are in the ring training. And of course, again, why is the ring so close to where they do interviews? Like, whose fault is that? It's the people that put the show together. But uh, Tamina and Natty are upset about this. They go talk to Mandy and Dana. Mandy and Dana are like, oh, well, last week uh, you said that we were too concerned about uh, this and that and we should be training. Well, who's training now and who's concerned about their looks, blah, blah, blah. And so they get into an argument and uh, they say, why don't you get in the ring and face us? So Tamina and Natty, they take off all their stuff. They jump up on the apron and uh, Mandy and Dana bump them off and uh, they fall to the ground and they look at them for like five minutes. And then the segment is over. It was like, this is how we're building up this match right here. This and we had a match on the show yesterday where Natty just beat Mandy clean in the middle of the ring. I'm like, oh my God. And uh and someone's doing the uh the lawn outside. Anything you want to add to this, Mike?
6: Not a whole lot I can add to that. You've done a you've done a fine job for it. I'm glad you went on vacation with your family, went through all that hullabaloo, forgot your mic stand. And still suffer through Raw for us. Look at the type of trooper that you are. Did the Filthy Tom show last night. Did the Dave show. And look at you. Just just ready now for NXT tonight.
3: Alright, we just got this, actually. Mike sent this to me. Uh, All seriousness here, or all goofiness aside. uh, Apparently, on Facebook, a friend of Michael Elgin's uh, noted he didn't want to cause too much alarm or worry anybody. But he has been uh, helping Elgin uh, through a lot of things lately. Yesterday he left a concerning message on his Facebook and at his home. Myself and his wife have a spare key. They were unable to find him. He was not at home. And apparently there's been an update today. Just got a message that Mike has been found. Thank you to everyone who signal boosted this. So uh, all the best to Michael Elgin. Hopefully everything is all right. Uh, Never... Never any good hearing stories like that, but it uh, looks like at least that's a, uh, I don't know if it's a happy ending, but it's a positive ending compared to uh, what the update was prior to that. Oof. So there you go.
6: Hate hearing stuff like that. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, hopefully everything is okay. You know, Vega, this was on Facebook all over the place, and the indie guys, a lot of people kind of chiming in, hoping he was okay. So hopefully he is okay not only just physically but uh hopefully whatever's going on uh it gets better there too so hated to drop that piece of real life into this ridiculousness we're talking about here but uh just a reminder how ridiculous all this stuff actually is
3: all right before we go to some other news and uh the calls if i decide to do so mike anything else you want to bring up from the uh the raw show not a damn thing can we stop talking about it now Wow, you were all ready to talk about it before we went to the break. No, I wasn't. Even Dom was like, Mike, don't you want to talk? I can't believe you want to talk about Raw. I fooled you, because that's how much of a professional I am. Well, AW's Tony Khan apparently was not thrilled with the response from an admission that their video game division would result in them running in the red for this year. Oh, God, he listens to the comments. Ugh. Yeah, don't don't listen to the comments, buddy. Uh, speaking to Mike Johnson last week, Khan addressed the criticism from last week's Forbes feature when he said they had made an eight-figure investment into video games. He thought it was comical that anyone would try to spin a negative out of the news as their $20 million investment into North Carolina-based Epic Games, quote, looks pretty smart now because it is worth a lot more than that now. It's crazy because there's going to be an even bigger investment that's going to pay off huge. Or that's going to be an even bigger investment. I've made this huge eight-figure investment into video games, but we won't see any revenue from that until 2022. That's why it's not going to pay off in 2021 in our books. We are going to deliver a g- great game for people next year and are going to make a ton of money. We'll be very profitable on all things next year. Here's the thing with... uh And people are going to go, Oh, yeah, well, yeah WWE... Well, yeah. Here's the deal. WWE is a publicly traded company. And so they have to divulge... I mean, sometimes they kind of find creative ways to not divulge things, but they have to divulge all of this stuff to their shareholders. AEW... And this is not just AEW. This is AEW, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, blah, 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 blah. Any Anybody that is a, a, a privately held company, they don't need to tell you anything. And I don't... I mean... I I, I don't want to blame Tony Khan because he's not the only one, and sometimes I read things on here and I'm like, ah, this dumb moron here, blah, blah, blah. Like, don't listen to people on the Internet. If you made an investment and you feel that it is a good investment and the investment is paying off for you, then it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about the investment, right? Am I wrong about this? Am I alone here on the program? Did we lose Mike? What's going on? Who did who dropped here? Oh, it looks like Mike dropped. Get it? Mike dropped. All right. Well it, well, he's figuring out what the heck's going on here. Let's go to the phones. Brentwood. You're on the air. What's going on?
2: Hey Brian. Hey Mike. Hello, Twitch homies. This is Mike from Buffalo. Um, I just have one thing. I'm not gonna take up too much of your time today, Brian. But I was uh, a little interested in what Piper Niven's new name meant. So I went on to Urban Dictionary and her name specifically, according to Urban Dictionary, her name is defined as the new name for Piper Niven.
3: So (laughs) So there's so there's nothing further. Okay, remember no profanity. Whatever you find, whatever you find, just remember no profanity. Go ahead.
2: No, I no, I understand, Brian. Yeah, I will never swear on this show. But so there's other words used. Do Dewdrop, D-E-U-D-R-O-P, is uh, the definition says the excrement that rolls out of your pant leg when you walk and defecate at the same time. Usually done in public, it requires a quick leg shake to clear the excrement from your pant leg.
3: That's definitely so, no good.
2: Yeah, this is a pretty hideous gimmick that they're giving Piper Niven off the bat, and I feel bad for her that she probably really doesn't stand a chance in, in the world. And that's all I got today, Brian.
3: All right. I want to thank you very much for the call. I actually did want to talk more about dewdrop here. I'm glad that he brought that up. So I got a question for all of the Twitch homies right here. Anybody listening to this right now? Were you aware of that Urban Dictionary usage of the word dewdrop, or or was everyone else like me where you figured that there there must be something to it, but you didn't know what it was? No, 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 no. Okay. So here's my, here's my thoughts on this whole dewdrop thing, okay? This is what I can't figure out. So, Piper Niven debuts, and they don't give her a name. And that night uh, might have been uh, Sean Ross Sapp. I can't remember who it was. Somebody said that they were told that her name was probably going to be Dewdrop. D-O-U-D-R-O-P, okay? But uh, there was nothing, whatever. So then, in the Observer, it turns out that in fact they did trademark the name Dewdrop, D-O-U-D-R-O-P. Okay, so it was it was it was announced that that was going to be, or it was it was known that they were actually going to use that name for somebody. Okay, so this week on the show, they did the angle where they're interviewing them, and she has no name. And she is asked what her name is, and she's about to say the name. And then Eva Marie says that her name is Dewdrop. And then Piper Niven gets very upset about this, and she ends up walking out on Eva Marie. And it appears after one week, they are already on the way to breaking these two up. So here's my question Is this like an acknowledgement that the name Dewdrop is a stupid idea and that they are now backtracking? Is that what the idea is here? Is that why they did this angle and they're already, after one week, looking to break these these two up? Is that the idea here? Is that what you got out of this, Mike? Uh, I'm not sure what I got out of that. I'd
6: like to think that because the name is kind of ridiculous and everybody knows her as Piper Niven or Viper anyway. So I I wish they, they would get rid of this. And I think the name Dewdrop is goofy. But... I, I don't know. I mean, they don't know how to do anything else besides teammates fighting, so I, I have no idea what's going to come from this at all. I, okay. I really don't. And I don't well, know let me, how, let me continue, long, how much of a future she has actually on the main roster, frankly, if not directly tied with Eva Marie. So in a way, I, I don't, maybe I don't want it to, to see this thing break up yet because, I mean, my God, I, I just— I don't know. I just look at Piper Niven, and I see her there, and I look at Nikki Cross. Look at how little they believe in Nikki Cross because of aesthetics and her voice and stuff like that. I mean, does that make Piper Niven? That doesn't put her in a good position, unfortunately, with, with what they've
3: already shown. Okay, well, let me get to the point here. So, if what they did yesterday— you know Yes, that's why I asked you a quick question. I was going to get to the point. So Got if it. the if the idea yesterday was a response to fans not liking the name Dewdrop or being upset that Piper Niven was being called Dewdrop, if yesterday's angle was a reaction to that, here's my question: Why didn't you just not call her Dewdrop? Because she'd never officially been called Dewdrop. She never officially had a name, and so if you If the Internet found out that you were going to name her that and they were upset about it, then why didn't you just not name her that and do whatever you were going to do? Why did you change all of your plans seemingly and and go to a breakup portion of this angle a week in over a name that nobody knew about except for the hardcore fans on the Internet? I don't even get it. And apparently, no one else does either. Let's go to the phones here. If we have anybody on the phone, we don't. No one's on the phone. All right, let's Damn. do some more news. Look at that. All right. Uh, ratings SmackDown on Friday night 2.04 million viewers. So it did better than the uh, overnights indicated. And the show, of course, was headlined by a pay per view match, a Hell in a Cell match with Roman Reigns. And Rey Mysterio, they put it on a free television, and they managed to be up 4.9% from the previous week. So now that we have the final numbers, it is abundantly clear. If they would have had any sort of plan whatsoever, they would have announced this a week in advance or two weeks in advance. And it probably would have helped more than 4.9% for doing a Roman Reigns Championship Hell in a Cell match for free on television. And, of course, we had the same thing on Raw, so we'll find out how the third hour of Raw did, because they also announced that. Uh, that at least didn't even get a day's notice. They just basically did that one uh, two hours in advance. AW on Friday, 551,000 viewers up 13%. Everyone has now found the show, and now they're moving to Saturday. It's back in a moment, Observer Live.
5: Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906, 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906, paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759.
1: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Come on, come on.
3: Tonight. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So uh, here's the deal coming up immediately after the show. We have got a brand new program for all of you loyal listeners here, video viewers. It is called We're Live, Pal, featuring Garrett Gonzalez, Denise Salcedo, and Andrew Zarian. And it is kicking off immediately after the show goes off the air. It'll be on our YouTube channel, video.f4wonline.com. Three of them talking pro wrestling, etc., with a special guest, who will in fact today be myself. And so I'll put a link up here on my Twitter, at Brian Alvarez, here in just a moment. They're going to kick the show off right when this show ends. I'll be up in about five minutes. And uh, join us. We'll have a lot of fun things to do on that program, and it's going to be a new regular program here on the website. We're live, pal. Maybe one of these days, Mike, they can get you on the show, pal. If you can get your Comcast figured out.
6: Possibly. Let's hope so.
3: What's going on with kill these guys, at
6: Comcast? I don't know, but somebody's going. Well, can't say that on the air. Somebody no, you is can't. going to have to pay the price for
3: this. No. Hey, at least you don't have uh, Spectrum, which is what we got here. Never even heard of it before. It's made my life a living hell many times. Well, anyway, later on tonight, here's the plan, everybody. The Brian and Vinny and Craig Show. No granny tonight. Granny is being moved to Thursday. So tonight on uh, video.f4wonline.com, live at 9 Pacific, midnight Eastern. It'll be Vinny, Craig, and I reviewing AW Dynamite from Friday. So if you want our thoughts on the cage match... That's coming up tonight live and, of course, replays on all of our usual platforms as well. I'll be back tomorrow with uh, Semper Vivi here, Wrestling Observer Live. Dave Meltzer tomorrow as well. Lots of great stuff up on the website. Check out We're Live, pal. Coming up next, Com. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. We'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live.